Welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey here, joined by Sam. Today is a little bit different of an episode. Instead of doing, you know, a bunch of topics about a certain sport, we're just going to dive into one specific question. And that today is, do the Cleveland Browns have a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl this season? The two of us at Crunch Time think they do. We'll be giving you their reasons this season. And before we get underway... Just want to thank you guys for 2K followers on Instagram. Thank you all for the support. Every Monday, we're going to be dropping new podcast episodes. On Sundays, you can join our Instagram live and give your takes. Come in and talk to me and Sam. So, yeah, Sam, start us off and tell me why you think that the Browns have a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl this year. The same team that went 0-16 a couple years ago. Tell me. Yeah, for sure. So here's why I think the Cleveland Browns realistically do have a good shot away in the Super Bowl. Are they my favorites? No, I still like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I do like the Kansas City Chiefs over them. But I cannot think of another team I'd rather have to put my money on besides the Cleveland Browns. Yes, I'm taking them over teams like the Green Bay Packers because I assume that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I'm taking them over teams like the Los Angeles Rams and the Baltimore Ravens. I just think the main reason is that they're very well-rounded from their quarterback, Baker Mayfield, to their uh, running back duo, and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and their well-rounded receivers, all the way to their budding offensive line, and their stellar defensive line and secondary, I think this team has a legitimate chance. They're led by coach Kevin Stefanski, former coach of the year, who I think is going to lead them into, it is not an easy schedule, but I do think they have the potential to beat teams like the Bengals twice. I do think they will beat the Steelers twice. Yes, that is a hot take. They will beat the Ravens. They will beat the Lions and the Patriots. I just think this team has the potential to be one of the all-time teams in this decade. Yes, you heard it right. I don't know if it will happen, but the potential's there, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, before I start off, just want to point out that while the Browns do have one of the harder schedules in the NFL, the Steelers and the Ravens have the two hardest schedules in the entire league. They both happen to be in that AFC North, which is extremely competitive, especially this season. I think it's safe to say that the Steelers that went 12-4 and last season are not going to find the same success this season. You could find that out of the Ravens. You know, the Ravens are obviously a great team. Lamar Jackson is obviously phenomenal. But I'd say Cleveland has a big, big shot of winning this division over the Ravens. I'm not even going to put the Steelers there. Like you said, the roster itself speaks for itself. Coach Stefanski is amazing. And one of the things that I like about this Browns team is their depth. They have a solid, solid unit. And if someone goes down, their guys to support other people. And then you have the Stars. They just made an acquisition of Jadavion Clowney from the Titans. That's going to bolster up that defense. Miles Garrett is the leader of that defense. He's been absolutely phenomenal. If they put it all together and if they stay healthy. And also another thing to point out is this season, um, hopefully they should get a full preseason. There should be less injuries. There should be a lot more preparation. And that's going to contribute to the health and well-being of all the players. There should be a pretty steady schedule, not too many canceled games. So I think if everything plays out for the Browns and they stay healthy, and if Baker Mayfield is anything like he was supposed to be because he was picked first, let's not forget that. This guy was the number one draft pick. Their expectations are high for him. He's finally starting to get to that level. Then I think this team has a legitimate shot. Let's just talk about the AFC picture for a minute. Kansas City Chiefs obviously have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. The list goes on. They're absolutely phenomenal. They made the Super Bowl twice now, back-to-back, one and two years ago, just lost to the Bucs this season. They're obviously hungry, but also they're amazing. They have one of the best rosters on paper. What do you think it takes for the Browns to beat the Chiefs possibly in a playoff game? 
I think we got to stop forgetting about the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, still one of the most slept teams on the in the NFL. Josh Allen, he's actually my MVP favorite going into next season. I think even above guys like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald, I would take Josh Allen above all of them. I think he just continues to get better and prove all the haters wrong. And I think that Buffalo Bills team will be good. However, I do like the Cleveland Browns better than them, especially due to their better secondary. I think something interesting to pay attention to with the Browns and their schedule is the Steelers have definitely regressed from last season in a lot of ways. Their offensive line got a little bit worse. You know, obviously they didn't protect that in the draft. Their wide receivers were good, but very inconsistent at times. And I just think that Big Ben is old. He's not the same quarterback, you know, he was five years ago, even three years ago when they had guys like Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Juju, like after his first season. Big Ben was a completely different quarterback. You can see, you know, football has just taken a toll on him. Next team that we got to go into, Cincinnati Bengals. They are not that good, flat out. And third team is the Baltimore Ravens. That's who's going to give the Browns the most competition in that division. I personally like the Browns better because I just don't think the Ravens have enough weapons on offense compared to the Browns, and I do not like their offensive line as much. Then back to your question about the Kansas City Chiefs. What does it take? Let's not forget that the Kansas City Chiefs were very close to losing to the Browns last year in the playoffs. If that play from Rashard Higgins was overturned, which should have been, then that's, that's a completely different ball game, and the Chiefs come away with a loss. You know, one or two more plays. But if the fourth and inches at the end of the game, Chad Henney doesn't convert, that's Browns ball at half field. Baker Mayfield has a few plays to score a touchdown. That game could have went a variety of different ways. You know, the Chiefs are good. Let's not forget they just got Orlando. They're very good. Yes, yes. They're, they're very, very good. Kai Long, they're going to maybe re-sign a, a few guys on the offensive line who they released. We'll see. But they are definitely improved from last season. I think we can all agree on that on the, offense, on the offensive line. Like a big red flag is the rush, the rush defense. That team allowed in the bottom quartile in the NFL against running backs, guys like David Johnson walked all over that defense. You know, guys like Austin Eckler walked all over that defense. And that's what the Browns are good at. The Browns pound the rock. They don't have just one good running back. They have solid three guys on their depth chart. You know, they got the Nick Chubb, the Kareem Hunt, and the Dearness Johnsons to back it up. They give the ball, they rush the ball more than any team in the NFL last year. And their running backs are very versatile. They're good in the pass game, and the Chiefs very, very much struggled against that last season. The Chiefs are very good. They have the big names to back it up. They have the Chris Jones on the defensive line. They have, you know, the Tyreek Hales and the Patrick Mahomes. They, they have the players. It's just their depth is definitely lackluster, in my opinion. And I think that's where the Browns kind of beat them. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I think that if um, if the Chiefs were to play the Browns and say a playoff game, I think the Browns would definitely need to resort to their running game. And I think the running game is going to be a vital part of the success that they're going to find this season, possibly. Um, Baker Mayfield is obviously not a top five quarterback in the NFL. Their receivers are OBJ, who's coming back from a bad injury, and Jarvis Landry. So that that group is not particularly star, you know, like they're not a stellar, stellar group. But if they continue, not bad, yeah, but not bad. 
Not no, bad. but if, no, but if you compare that to say the Chiefs' um, offensive weapons, it's a completely different ball game. If the Browns play football, like if they win at their own game, that's what they need to do. They can't try to play another style of offense that they think is going to work. Feed the ball to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. He's going to ball out this season. Kareem Hunt is also reju- he's been rejuvenated onto the Browns. He was so clutch for them so many times last season. I think if the two of them really continue to do what they do best, which is running the ball, and they found so much success in the red zone, both Chubb and Hunt. So I think if they do all those things, then that's what's going to propel them towards the victory. Also on the defensive side, I think that one player to watch out for that has a ton of pressure is Jadavion Clowney. I mean, this guy was signed for the Titans. He he wasn't amazing with them, and now he's on the Browns. This is a team that has a chance to, like we're saying, win the Super Bowl. If he doesn't perform well for them, that's going to be a big loss for them. Miles Garrett is not enough on that defense, and they have a really good defense. But Clowney is one of those bigger-name guys that's got to step up for them. Another guy, I think, on on the defensive side that's going to really help them, and I think that he'll be top three in um, defensive rookie of the year voting, is JLK, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa from Notre Dame. I think he's, he slipped in the NFL draft, but I think from everything that the scouts and, and every – you know, insider in the NFL is saying it was a hard problem, but it's been fixed and that's why it slipped. So that doesn't have anything to do with his talent going forward. I think that he's going to prove people wrong. I think that he's going to ball out with this amazing defensive team. And I think, if, you know, it's a lot to put some pressure on a rookie, but he, him and Clowney, if they perform the way that they should, along with Garrett, along with everyone else, Billings, Jackson, Walker, Denzel Ward. I mean, this team, the sky's the limit on the defensive side. And like I said, on the offense, Run the ball. Don't try to play another style of football that's not going to work. You can't – at the end of the day, this is not four years ago. You can't give Odell Beckham Jr. 17 – like he's not going to have 17, 15 receptions for you. you got to just get the run game and then give Baker some moments to shine. It can't all come down to Baker. So I think those are some of the things that I think that the Browns will need to do in order to find success this season. I think another thing that's very interesting about Baker Mayfield – I think that he definitely peaked last season at the right time. You know, the first half of the season, Baker struggled big time. The Browns were winning, but it definitely wasn't because of Baker. A lot of people were saying, you know, with a different quarterback, the Browns would have been Super Bowl contenders. Uh, Baker's lucky to be carried by his defense, a lot of things. Second half of the year, Baker was lights out. Like his touchdown to interception ratio was quality. That game against the Ravens on Thursday night football. Baker really helped them win that. And don't forget, Baker won his first playoff game last season. The momentum is there. That Baker plays hard. He plays with a lot of heart. I think he'll lead them well. He brought up a good point with Jadavion Clowney. A lot of people say, you know, he's overrated. He's overrated. He doesn't have any sacks. How can he be good? He's a bust. Yes, Jadavion Clowney did not have his best season. Throughout yeah, his career. He's underwhelming with the Titans. He did not exceed expectations. Like yes. a lot of people I'm not going to sit here and say that he had an unbelievable season. Is he overrated? Um, I don't think so anymore. I he's think a little he, bit. He's a little bit. Until he proves himself. I, I, I don't think so. I think everyone's saying that everyone I've talked to is saying that he's not so good. So, like, it's getting to the point that he's becoming overhated. I don't know about overrated. I'd say maybe a little overrated, but definitely overhated. Until he plays, and I mean, he signed for big money, so until he plays with the Browns and proves himself, I think that any doubts about him are fair after last season. That's just my opinion. But the potential's there. 
Another thing to take into consideration, Jadavion Clowney is very good against the run. And a lot of times when people look at defensive ends and defensive linemen, people don't look at their stats against the run. People only look at their pressures, their sacks, stuff like that. Jadavion Clowney had one of the highest double team rates in the entire NFL last year and still managed to have one of the highest pressure percentages in the NFL. Even though he didn't record any sacks, his win rate was among the best. And he was very good against the run. Last season, teams struggled against the Titans against the run. Teams killed them in the passing game, but Jadavion Clowney definitely helped them in the run game. And that is something that Cleveland will have to use to their advantage. There are good running backs they're going to play this season. And he definitely has one of the, he's one of the more experienced guys on that defensive line. That defensive line is young. I think we have to understand that. They do have a lot of guys who are inexperienced, but I right. do think it is important to realize that if Jadavion Clowney can be good against the run, regardless if he records a lot of sacks or not, that will be vital for Cleveland. And that was a key piece missing for them last year was that experience. Yeah. Like I said before, it's not just that Clowney needs to be good. It's that since he has a lot more experience than a lot of these guys, he needs to emerge as some sort of leader along with Miles Garrett. That's what I think that he'll propel this young group and they'll follow suit with him and they'll be in awe of his talent, honestly, because the talent's there. Another thing you brought up about Baker Mayfield, and I want to just give him credit because I think he's changed and matured a ton from college. In college, I not agree more. Yeah, I mean, in college, you know, he was doing some questionable things. Just the immaturity was, the immaturity level was just there. And even though he won the Heisman, I mean, Come on, this guy This guy was just acting very childish. Now, there's pressure on him, but there's also a new sense of maturity, and he's acting on, on the field and off the field like a professional. And I will give him props for that. He's emerging as one of the leaders on this team, and I think that if the players look up to him in the locker room and that he gives them this good attitude, like you said, he plays with a ton of heart, ton of hustle, and he wants to win. He knows how much this means to turn a Brown scene that went 0-16 just three or four years ago to a team that is now viewed by many, including us, as a team that has a chance to win a Super Bowl. That's not an easy task to do. So I think if he puts his head down and he works on his craft, he works on his game, and you know he just stays focused, then I think he'll have tremendous success. But props to him for, for maturing and, and starting to lead this group. I just wanted to Yeah, I, one thing you could say whatever you want about Baker Mayfield, I'd say he's one of the more polarizing players in the NFL. He plays very hard. There's nobody who can sit here and say that that guy doesn't play extremely hard. I mean, he works hard. Whether, you know, he's lived up to the expectations of a number one pick or not, I think everyone has to respect how much effort and how much hard he plays with every single week. And I think that's something that goes a long way in longevity and looking back at somebody's career. So I definitely think that is working in Baker's favor. Another thing I want to look at is Wyatt Teller. I think he's another reason why. The Browns will have a chance to win the Super Bowl. He's a budding offensive lineman prospect for them. He struggled at times. Don't get me wrong. You know, the Browns offensive line has been shaky, to say the least, the last two seasons. You know, they've been good, but inconsistent at times. And this guy, Wyatt Teller, offensive linemen tend to break out their third season. That's a known fact. It happens a lot. And I think Wyatt Teller is their next prospect. Stands over six. uh, He stands over six foot, over 300 pounds. He's a big body for them. I think he'll finally get over the hump. He'll gain some confidence, and that's going to be key for Baker Mayfield to buy him time. And even though their weapons may not be the best, I think if you can find Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry some confidence, that's a scary wide receiver duo. Scary. Even guys like Austin Hooper, 
Let's not yeah, I was just about to bring up Austin Hooper, but continue. If their offensive line can be good, Baker is really good when he has a lot of time and he's able to move around the pocket. I think we yeah, have to agree with that. Baker's not a good quarterback throwing off his back foot, you know, running no. around. But if he gets time, Baker's money. Baker's had some good performances. Let's not forget that. And I think this is finally the year that Baker buys himself some time and is able to hit his wide receivers. Whether that's Odell Beckham, whether he can stay healthy or not, whether Austin Hooper, you know, is around due to injury or whether he's just a blocking tight end, they have guys who can make plays. You know, you could line up Kareem Hunt at wide receiver and he could play the slot. He played that a lot last season. Rashard Higgins is pretty good. Donovan Peoples-Jones could be decent this year. They have guys who could make plays for them. And I think if Baker can buy himself time, that is a team that a lot of AFC and NFC teams won't want to face down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. I think another thing to go in with this weapons that even though they aren't the biggest names, I mean, first thing I'm going to say is, Odell Beckham Jr., we have no idea where we're going to get from him this year. If this guy just tore his ACL, we have no idea whether he'll return to that same player. But another guy that I'm looking at to have a bounce back season is Austin Hooper. Played four seasons with the Falcons. His numbers were much, much, much better in Atlanta than they were last year in Cleveland. Maybe that's because of the, the season's obstacles last year. Who knows? Regardless, it's time for Austin Hooper to get back to his Atlanta Falcons form. Not saying that form was particularly fantastic, but... I mean, last year, he pretty much cut his receptions in, like, almost half. That's not acceptable. And especially if Baker, being the talented quarterback that we think he will be, if he has extra weapons, that's really going to help them out. So I think him, him having a bounce back year will be really important for them, at least, like, six, seven touchdowns. I agree. I completely agree. I think also another guy to pay attention to is their other draft pick, uh, Greg Newsom third. I think a lot of people um, – we're like, maybe that's not the best pick. They already have Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward is injury prone. Let's not forget yeah. that. He's gotten hurt in the past. So I think that was definitely a great addition. Maybe not to be a start, immediate starter right away, but for depth purposes, I think that's an important thing to pay attention to. Down the road, not even this season, I think that's definitely a good pick. I think he was a steal in my opinion. Um, and I think I definitely respect what their front office is trying to do. I think a quality quality free agent signing was John Johnson. I think one of the most overlooked signings of the offseason from the Rams. He's a top 10 safety in the NFL that just went to Cleveland. Let's not forget this. This guy was amazing, amazing with the Rams last season. And I think to bring that into a really quality secondary already, their secondary is going to be Denzel Ward, John Johnson, Ronnie Harrison, and their backups are going to, oh, and Troy Hill coming from the Rams as well backed up by Greg Newsom and Grant Delpit. I think that's really amazing. Yeah. No, I think I think that one of the things for the Browns is just we could say all oh, these guys are amazing and all of this, but it's just if they stay healthy, like Denzel Ward, you just mentioned he's injury prone, but if if he plays 12, 13, I mean, no, if he plays 14, 15 games, you get a ton out of him this season. That's just another really, really good defensive piece that the Browns have. They don't say defense wins championships for nothing. Like that, like while that's not always a fact, like if you don't have a good defense, you're going to struggle. And 
the Browns happen to have a really, really good defense. So I think that if they make the most out of the situations and the weapons that they're being given, I think they will find tremendous success this season. Where I realistically, um, where I think the Browns rank in teams that have the best chance to win the Super Bowl, I think one, I think, let's say the Buccaneers. I think we're both in agreement on that. I think one is a Bucs and two is a Chiefs, just out of yeah. talent roster-wise. I, I, yeah, I don't I think even that's think that's much discussion. Thing. I think a close third, though, is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I would put the Bills up there. And then I think fourth, I, I like the Browns. It's my fourth team, honestly. I mean, yeah, the Browns are definitely up there. You could say the Rams as yeah. a good pick. You know, you can make a case for a team like the Cardinals. Let's say Rodgers stays, the Packers. But at the end of the day, whether you agree with us or not, you have to respect the fact that the Cleveland Browns will be good next season. Yeah. They'll be. Yeah, we're not saying that they will win the Super Bowl. This is not at, and by any means guaranteeing anything. This is just giving you guys the reasons why there's the potential for the Browns to be a Super Bowl contender. Exactly. And I think another thing to pay attention to right now, Baker Mayfield is not a top 10 quarterback. I could probably name 12 to 15 guys that I'd rather have leading my team than Baker. From guys like Mahomes to Rodgers to maybe even guys like Kirk Cousins. But at the end of the day, I think the potential is there. Baker, while talent-wise, he might not be a top 10 quarterback. He's in a top three situation going into next season. Yeah, exactly. And good I mean, this is the moment. Good situations and good offensive line make great quarterbacks. And that's why I think Baker Mayfield will emerge as a top 10 quarterback this season. And he just earned his fifth-year extension, by the way. He has a lot to prove. Some people don't think he deserved that. So I think Baker does have a lot to prove. He does have a chip on his shoulder. He is going to be playing with a lot of confidence. And I think this Cleveland Browns team, if I had to pick a team that will come out, you know, swinging like the Steelers did last season, I think the Browns are going to be that team to shock everybody. It's now or never for Baker Mayfield. This guy has plenty of chances. He's finally been given a great, great, great situation. He was drafted number one. I'd say that he really needs to step up this season. He's got to make a giant, giant jump, even bigger than the one that he did last season. And with that all being said, I think that from what we've said, the Cleveland Browns definitely have a chance of winning the Super Bowl. They probably won't. There's better teams out there, obviously. That's completely obvious. But hey, you never know. The NFL season is a long season. Maybe someone will get injured on an opposing team, but maybe someone on the Browns will get injured. So there's no real way to tell. So, Sam, any any last remarks about this um, topic? I just think on paper this Browns team is just incredible. Thick and thin, this team is just talented. They have a lot of very good guys, whether it's Miles Garrett, who's one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. Yeah, I think he'll win defensive player of the year this year. Him or TJ Watt, I think. I'd, yeah. I'd lean towards Garrett this season just because I just don't think the Steelers would be very good. Right. The guys like Denzel Ward to Nick Chubb to even their punt returners and Donovan Peoples-Jones. If they the want a chance, they're going to need everyone to come together as a collective unit and step exactly. up. Exactly. I, I think that Baker can emerge as that leader to do so. And, and Garrett and Clowney on the defensive side. So the potential's there. Just need to see if they rise to the occasion. Completely agree. I think they're a very scary team. Whether you agree with us or not, every team in the NFL should be scared to play the Cleveland Browns going into next season. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Crunch Time. We'll be back next week with some content. Have a nice week, everyone.